You're listening to Iran's Weekly Wire. I'm Roland Elliott Brown. The Islamic Revolution of 1979 made Iran the enemy of two great powers, Washington and Moscow. But while everyone knows about the revolutionary slogan, Death to America, few recall the Ayatollah Khomeini's Cold War slogan, Neither East nor West. 36 years later, that slogan seems less relevant than ever. Iran has just signed a deal with both the U.S. and Russia, along with four other major powers, over its nuclear program. Since then, there's been plenty of talk about better relations between Iran and the West. But that leaves out one important question. What did Russia get from the Iran deal? This week, I spoke to two independent experts, one American, one Russian, to find out. To start, I spoke to Nikolai Kozhinov, a visiting fellow at Chatham House and a fellow at the Carnegie Moscow Center. He worked as an attaché at the Russian embassy in Tehran from 2006 to 2009, but he doesn't represent the Kremlin now. I asked him what Russia's objectives were going into the talks. The Russians, from the very beginning, they stated that they are not interested in Iran armed with a nuclear bomb, because it would be an absolutely different country on the one hand. On the other hand, Iran with a WMD weapon would definitely set uh, quite a negative example for other less stable countries in the region that would immediately try to, to acquire a nuclear weapon as well, or any other types of WMD. So it was not an option from the very beginning. But Iran is also Russia's neighbor, and the nuclear dispute made Russia worry about unrest in its neighborhood. They were interested in the elimination of uh, potential threats that could be related to the destabilization of Iran as a result of the military operation conducted by the West, or as a result of the economic destabilization of Iran, as a result of uh, sanctions adopted uh, against Tehran. The the, the conflict as a possible outcome of uh, the nuclear crisis uh, was considered especially real during the period of 2006-2008. Um, I just know it from my personal experience. Um, I personally consider that this threat was a bit exaggerated, especially uh, the belief that uh, there will be a huge flow of refugees from Iran uh, towards the Soviet Union, uh, towards the post-Soviet Union space. But still, that's what uh, the Russian authorities believe. I also spoke to Mark Katz, a professor of government and politics at George Mason University in Virginia. He's written extensively about Russia's relations with Iran. Before the nuclear deal was signed, he told Iran Wire that Russia wasn't that keen to solve the nuclear issue. He said Russia didn't want Iran getting too friendly with the West. He thinks Russia never viewed the prospect of an Iranian nuclear bomb with the same alarm that the U.S. did. You know, I think that, um, like everyone else, they don't really want Iran to have one. No, no nuclear power wants to see other countries acquire nuclear weapons. On the other hand, certainly, you know, in the past conversations I've had in Moscow, is that they they never felt that um, they didn't understand the American uh, concern. In other words, if if the U.S. can live with a nuclear Pakistan, that's they, they consider that country much more problematic than Iran. And therefore, if the U.S. can get along with a nuclear Pakistan, 
it can get along with a nuclear Iran as well. But that's a nuclear Pakistan is actually worse for Russia than a nuclear Iran, uh, and so you know they 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 just didn't see that they they doubted the sincerity of the American concern. He also doubts Russia needed the deal as much as the U.S. did. I would say that for them, the worst case scenario was not that the talks would fail. I think that they, they would have been prepared for that, uh, to take advantage of that. But um, I think that the, you know, the, the most important thing for them, you know, even in this climate where Russia's relations with the West are deteriorating, they were supportive of the talks. I think mainly because Iran wants this. Iran wanted to make a deal. For Russia to somehow block an agreement, well, it wouldn't have worked. The the Iranians wouldn't have thanked them. And I think that the danger for Russia was that uh, Iran and the West would just go ahead and make a deal anyway, uh, and that Russia would look, you know, unimportant and uh, marginal. So I think that they, so long as Iran wants to do this, that they, they had to be supportive. And for Russia, the Iran talks were less about Iran itself than about big geopolitical issues. Most of them had more to do with Moscow's struggles with Washington than its views of Tehran. One issue was a long-running fight over planned U.S. anti-ballistic missile systems in Eastern Europe. Whatever the U.S. proposed the plan, they said it was to defend against Iran not Russia. But the Russians never believed it. Yeah, the argument was that, oh, we need to protect the West against an Iranian uh, missile attack. And the Russian reaction was, yeah, right, that, that, that the Iranians weren't going to do that, even if they acquired nuclear weapons, and that the ballistic missile defense program was, was really aimed at Russia. The Russians felt that, you know, the, the American claim that Iran was a, was a threat was insincere and that the, you know, the Western view that the Russians believe that the West is a threat to Russia is simply ludicrous. But, of course, the Russians do believe it. Barack Obama canceled the missile defense scheme in 2009. But there is always the chance a future president will revive it. Now the Iran deal has deprived the U.S. of any excuse to install missiles near Russia's borders, at least as far as Russia is concerned. And then there is the conflict in Ukraine. It's been going on since 2014 and has brought Russia's relations with the West to a new low. Russia has faced Western sanctions as a result. But Russia was also able to use the nuclear negotiations as leverage on that front. It was able to limit Western support for the government in Kiev. Definitely the, the situation in Ukraine, it's uh, severely affected uh, Russian uh, approaches towards uh, Iran and towards the nuclear issue. And on the one hand, the Russians, they needed to demonstrate that they are important power in terms of settling quite a number of issues not related to the Ukraine, um, and, from the, uh, and this was a kind of a signal to the West that uh, the Americans should not go further in the confrontation over the Ukraine in order to have Russians on board for the settlement of uh, other questions and issues, and Iran was one of actually the grounds where the Russians clearly demonstrated that they can be a team player. The nuclear talks allowed Russia to tell the West and the international community, you need Russia. And in the eyes of the world, 
Russia always wants to be seen sitting at the top table. You know, I think, you know, if we look at the nuclear talks, you know, certainly the, the news stories about it, I think one of the things that to me is striking is that whenever they hit some kind of snag or something, that the foreign ministers of you know, Russia, China, Britain, and Germany, you know, would all leave. And sometimes the French would stay, sometimes not. But the, the, the negotiations were really between Iran and the United States, and that the whole P5 plus one process was really sort of a fig leaf, in other words, to to make it look like Iran is talking to the international community and not just talking to to America. But in fact, that's basically what 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 occurred. Uh, and so I think that um, you know, as we've seen with other multilateral conflict resolution negotiations, that the Russians. They're resentful, of course, that they don't have a primary role. On the other hand, they want to be seen as being part of this. Uh, they want, in other words, that it, just the image that Russia is a great power is important to maintain, even if they're not providing all that much substantively. Now that the deal is done, international sanctions against Iran will be lifted. Most countries are sizing up economic opportunities in Iran. For Russia, prospects are decidedly mixed. On one hand, Russia will be able to invest freely in Iran. On the other hand, Iran can now compete against Russia's lucrative oil and gas trade with Europe. Here's how Mark Katz weighs up Russia's outlook. With Iran opening up you know, economically, there's some possibilities for Russia as well uh, in terms of you know, selling uh, atomic energy, plants, uh, selling, perhaps selling weapons, uh, selling all kinds of things. And of course, Iran, um, in that the, you know, the Russians, um, they, they have put, they, they put a halt on buying you know, agricultural produce from, you know, Europe and the West in general. They have been buying more agricultural produce from Iran. Uh, and so they want, you know, to be able to do that even even more. Uh, so I think that you know, there have been, there are benefits. Now, of course, the big disadvantage is that, you know, as we as we saw, that once the deal was announced, the price of oil dropped. And I think that this is you know, the biggest negative for Russia, is that with Iranian supplies coming back onto the world market, uh, this tends to depress prices. And of course, Russia's income largely depends on petroleum exports. So, uh, but but this is something that really couldn't be avoided. And so, you know, Russia just has to make the best of it. But Nikolai Kozhinov doesn't see it that way. In terms of economic situation, the question is a bit more complicated. Uh, from long-term perspective and distant future, definitely Iran may represent a challenge uh, for Russia, both on the oil and gas market. But uh, on the other hand, due to obvious uh, technical reasons, Iran is unable to enter, will probably be uh, unable to enter the European gas market for the next five years. And the export of gas resources is 
is not its uh, top priority. Its top priority is to satisfy the domestic demand and to use this gas, to, um, natural gas, to, to sustain the stable level of uh, oil output. And this requires quite a lot of resources and efforts, and time definitely. So from this point of view, Russia will have time to prepare for uh, this scenario. Um, it also shouldn't be forgotten that it's still not clear in what direction to Europe or to Asia Iran is going to export its gas, because currently the Asian natural gas market is much more appealing than the European one. And as long as Russia is facing sanctions over Ukraine, it may need to rely on Iran more than it used to. Iran acquired certain importance for uh, the Russian business uh, because after the crisis, uh, after the beginning of the economic crisis and uh, after those problems that Russia experienced in regard to its economy, definitely Russian business started to count uh, every rubble. Uh, and the Iranian market, especially um, the nuclear energy sector, the uh, arms market, uh, they represent quite an appealing uh, market for for Russian business. So from this point of view, the Russians, they acquired an, an additional incentive for being quite active in settling uh, the nuclear issue and lifting the uh, um, sanctions. One of the big questions everyone is asking about the nuclear deal is how it will change Iran's attitudes to other countries. The Islamic Revolution of 1979 brought to the surface Iran's fear and mistrust of the big powers that misused it in the past. Now, it looks like Iran may be ready to choose new friends. Will Russia be one of them? Here's Mark Katz. In general, it strikes me that uh, you know, Iranians, you know, if anything, they tend to look down on Russians. You know, as, you know, toward the West, they have kind of a love-hate uh, relationship. That, that there's lots of things they don't like about the West. The West has done terrible things, but they want to go to Paris, London, New York, send their children to university. Uh, there's lots of things about the West that they find attractive. They don't find anything attractive about Russia. You know, young Iranians are not clamoring to go to university in Russia, that's for sure. You know, the, the Russians worry that, you know, that if, if Iran is going to move closer to the West, then it will have less reason to be, to cooperate with Russia. In other words, what, what they see, you know, in, in the past is that even with hostile relations between Iran and the West, Iranian governments have uh, often been fairly rude toward Russia. We'll just think how they might act if they have better relations with the West. Is that going to make them more polite toward Russia? I don't think so. On the other hand, there are no signs that Iran's leaders want to get close to the U.S. From, at least from the mid-term perspective, I do not see these scenarios, I mean these negative scenario for Russia scenarios, uh, happening. Um, in terms of political uh, dialogue between Iran and the U.S., the recent statements by the Supreme Leader, the quite obviously demonstrated that there is a huge mistrust that exists in the relations between the two countries. Uh, so at least uh, under the current Supreme Leader, under the current team, it's hardly possible to see Iran becoming a partner of the United States in the Middle East. In any case, Russia is planning to make the best of the Iran deal. On July 30th, Reuters reported that Russian President Vladimir Putin reassured Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about the deal. He said the deal provided, quote, solid guarantees that the Iranian nuclear program 
will be exclusively peaceful. He said it would, quote, positively impact the security and stability of the Middle East. Right now, Putin sounds a lot more sure about the deal than the U.S. Congress. Congress could still vote to throw out the deal in September. And Katz thinks that would be a great gift to Russia. What the Russians would take advantage of is that if the you know, Republicans in the American Congress were somehow able to block the agreement, well, I think we know what would happen is that you know the Iranians would very quickly blame the U.S., not just the Iranians, but much of the world would blame the U.S. It wouldn't be Iran that was isolated. It would be the United States that that would be isolated, and Russia would, and I think that the sanctions regime would just collapse, uh, that American sanctions would stay, but that uh, you know, no one else uh, would would um, tolerate these sanctions any longer. Uh, it really would be, um, for, for the United States, something very bad indeed, and I think Russia is... Um, you know, it, it can't bring this situation about, but if it occurs, uh, Russia will definitely take advantage of it. Even so, this deal marks a rare moment in modern history. There's now one issue on which the leaders of the U.S., Russia, and Iran are all on the same page. Whereas once Iran's slogan was, neither East nor West, Iran's leaders now look ready to have big powers compete for their affections. That's all from Iran's Weekly Wire. If you want to find out more about the story, join us on Twitter or Facebook, or visit IranWire.com.